I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfather's was walking Know your history Tatsa Pine Lautiwa Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory a podcast solely focused on amplifying black and indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. Good morning. Good afternoon. What's going on? What's going on? How's your day looking? How's it flowing? It's going great. Thanks for acknowledging both parts of the day. I guess you are in the afternoon. Here I am in the morning. So we're holding it down for everybody who's caught in the middle, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful East Coast, West Coast split. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast thing. Yes, and one thing I have been grateful for is I believe it's been sunny over there. It's sunny over We've here. We've moments, yeah. Yes, and it's been gorgeous. The last week has been good. It rained one second. I got caught in the rain, okay. which was yes. terrible. <laughs> the day started <laughs> off great. It was like in the 70s, like I want to say it was like 78 or something. It was super warm. I was like, I'm going to walk to this event that is right down the street. So I get to walking, you know, at this point I'm like sweating, but it's gorgeous. The sun's out and all of a sudden I'm at this event and then the clouds start swarming in. I'm hearing people whisper about rain. And I was like, all right, I'm going to head out because I got to walk home. (laughs) And so I'm probably like five minutes from my place. I'm literally on my street. And it just start, it hits, it's just pouring. And I'm like, you're going to wait five minutes. So like at this point I have like, you know, puddles of water in my shoes. Like I, thankfully I had a hat on, but like the hat was like dripping off of the brim. I'm just like, why? But, um, it's okay. I like rain. You know, I don't necessarily always like being in it. You know, sometimes it's fun, but that yeah. particular day wasn't. So. Right. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a great, great week so far with this sun. And summer just seems to be right around the corner. Come on. Yo, it would be nice to have a fun moment in the rain again. It's been a while exactly. since I've had one of those. There Same. are some of those moments, like, probably in your past, too, where you're, like, running around in the rain. You're like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah then there's other moments where it's like this would be great if I didn't have like my cute shoes on and my cell phone and I'm packing exactly. <laughs> I don't know what else with me mm-hmm. uh, yeah I, I think like the last time that I really had fun in the rain was probably like my senior year of college and it was like right at the end of like the final year there and it was like one of the rainy days in spring and me and my friends just being like let's go out and run around in the rain you know mm-hmm. feeling like fancy and free like when are we ever going to do this again you know yeah <laughs> exactly uh, yeah so like moments like that i'm like okay i think i probably have like three or four of those in my life mm-hmm. it's just like let's go out and enjoy the rain yeah other than that though it's like i need this to be scheduled and accounted for because exactly. i'm not trying to be <laughs> sopping away <laughs> It's been uh, semi-okay over here. We have had sun towards kind of the end of the days, mm-hmm. which is nice because then we get a beautiful sunset. Mm-hmm. On the days that I go out of my house, I actually see it. Yeah. <laughs> I assume that it's beautiful on the other days as well. I got to meet up with one of my friends last night. We went to dinner. And it was really cool because it forced me to go downtown Spokane. And right now, there are the waterfalls that run through downtown Spokane are super high and rushy from all of the spring runoff. 
Mm-hmm. So it's just like crazy white water rapids and just crashing waves and all the mist in the air. So that was really cool to see amongst a beautiful sunset last night. Uh, so, yeah, we've had like some fairly good sunny days. It's still kind of been cold. Like today, I even have my heater on. I guess it doesn't really help that I'm sitting here in shorts rather than a pair of sweats. Uh, yeah, I was like, well. I guess shorts and a heater rather than like sweats and a blanket. Who knows? I don't know. Just trying to find that balance. <laughs> yeah. I feel like once you can pull out a hoodie and wear shorts, like that's a, that's a good, like, you know, energy. That's what I'm wearing right now, actually. Go but off. it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's comfortable, you know, when I have to take the hoodie off and I'm like, okay, then it's hot in here. Like at this yeah. point, like yeah. <laughs> I need some, I need some airflow, but yeah, I, I feel me- like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I remember I used to laugh at people who wore shorts and hoodies I remember seeing it. I'm like, what's the point? Like, your legs are out, yet you have your arms covered. What's the point? Like, find mm-hmm. a better middle ground. And now it's, like, a thing that I wear all no, the time. it makes all the sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was just, I like, a clueless kid, it. though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense looking at someone, you yeah. know. But, I mean, it doesn't make sense when you're wearing, like, booty shorts and, like, Ugg boots and, Dang. like, you know. Yep. Like, <laughs> Like, in a in a jacket and like you know <laughs> winter, but yeah, that's that's uh, a good portion of the population here in Spokane. Yeah, uh, terrible. And literally, when I had that realization, being in Spokane, being like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just cover your legs. <laughs> exactly. My legs don't get that cold though, compared to my arms okay. and upper body. So, but I mean, you, sh- you would not see me in the street like that though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have no room to talk now because booty shorts and a hoodie are definitely <laughs> a winning combination. In the house, in my- <laughs> yes, but in public, you know, talking about public—that's a whole other conversation. I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you? wearing and how are you wearing it like it's true. The, that's the real question that yeah like, you know that's what it comes down to you're so yeah, right there's levels mm-hmm. the choices that you make mm-hmm. <laughs> gosh uh. but the weather's always nice over there especially i mean well not over there in terms of you know when it's cold but like the way the sunset sets over there it's gorgeous that's one thing okay. we don't necessarily get over here like that's one thing that i love when i'm on the res is you know okay. The sun rises and the sun sets, like they're yeah. the most gorgeous. So that I definitely miss. But, but what's yeah. what's uh, like a DC area sunset give? I don't know. It just doesn't give all the color that the West Where? Coast gives. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, I, I mean, it's still it cute, you know. Of course, it's still cute, you know, it's about the I nature, mean, so of course you're gonna be cute, especially on the res. On the res, it's just gorgeous. It's just right. bright. It's, that's I, lo- I like when I was living there, I would always go sit outside knowing that the sunset was coming. So I'd like yes. either read or work on something outside. So I'm like, it's just a vibe. So traditional. Look at you. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's I the like way to outside. be, though. Honestly, like I joke about it. Yeah, it's the way to be because mm-hmm. you think of like before electricity and even with the advent of electricity. Yeah how people were literally connected to the light of the day. And so it's like, yeah, I'm sure day to day, you'd be like, ah, outside experiencing a sunset. Whereas like now I can be inside for four days straight and -hmm. not even know the cycle of a day because of all of the fluorescent lights and whatnot that we have to maintain us. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know. The weather. (laughs) That was our weather forecast, (laughs) weather update. Yeah. What'd you get into this last week? Speaking Ooh. of weather, uh, 
Hmm, a lot. I did some more traveling. I started off the week from our last recording being here in the Spokane area and working on some beadwork. Mm. I have some big projects that I'm still working on. I feel like I'm always working on big projects, as I'm sure you always feel like you are, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, projects, projects, projects. So it was nice to get some work in on one of them. And then I went down to Lapway this past weekend. Uh, One of our tribal members, one who was actually honored with the Elder of the Year Award this year down at LCSC, was offering a workshop on weaving. It was really cool. It was traditional weaving practice using recycled materials. So uh, it was really fun going to the class and being around all these other people. And it was meant to also operate as an Earth Day celebration, I guess. Uh, So yeah, we took plastic bags that you would get from the grocery store and uh, the facilitators cut those plastic bags into strips like ribbons of plastic bag basically mm-hmm. and we use those ribbons of plastic bag to weave baskets huh yeah it was That's cool it was, i would have never thought as that as a material right mm-hmm. yeah so it turned out really cool uh it was it was great to be able to learn a new way of hopping into baskets. It's fun being around other weavers or any other creator and you watch their process, how they do something. And then being a creator yourself, you're like, oh, OK, like I see what you did here. I might apply this there. So it was fun going and being around a master weaver and seeing the way that they start their baskets and the, the way that they process through. And then beyond that, the extra step of using this material that often goes to waste. And so it was really cool because then it was like all of this plastic that would go to these landfills, whatever, we're now reusing them. So it's getting upcycled. And now everybody has these baskets made out of recycled materials. So I don't know. It it felt really good to like be a part of helping to save the earth while also learning some fun traditional art practices. So that was a really cool thing in my past weekend. Dang, that does sound cool. I haven't um, learned how to weave yet. And so I'm like, dang, that's like the perfect little introductory, you know, introductory lesson. But that's awesome. I'm glad you kind of went out and showed up for that. That sounds, you know, that's definitely what we need is especially our own tribe showing up to learn and maintain a lot of these practices and even just learning a new method or Mm -hmm. getting to understand how someone does it another way. But from an elder, more importantly, that's like a precious moment. So shout out to you for going out there and doing what you, you know, what you love to do. Yeah. It it sounds amazing. It was a blessing for sure. Because of like your, one of your last sentences, you know, like being with an elder and, and spending time with them and learning from them. Mm-hmm. And then also being in community, it was great being around a few other generations of weavers. And people were at different places in their weaving practice. Some, it was like their absolute first basket. Some had done some before. Mm-hmm. And so it was fun just to like go there and be around people. And so many people remarked on, wow, it feels good to like get around other people and just to laugh and create. Mm-hmm. We ought to do this more often. It's like... 
yeah, <laughs> this is something for us to do more often. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was funny just to hear how many people like in different conversations at different times during the day being like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Let's do mm-hmm. this more. How can mm-hmm. we do this more? Uh, and so, yeah, it just, for me, just again, harkens back to a time before internet, a time before television when people would gather. If you look mm-hmm. at like old photos of our our nest purse ancestors, how many like woven bags they had. Cause I can only imagine like, yeah, each day coming together and, and weaving, mm-hmm. spending time with one another and also doing something with your hands in mm-hmm. preparation for a coming season or in preparation for a wedding trade or anything like that. It's like, oh, of course this feels good to us because it's like a natural process. So that was kind yeah. of funny to experience, yet encouraging. Mm-hmm. And then even when you think about, you know, those before us and our elders and our grams and our great grams, they that's what they did, you know, mm-hmm. even going back further than it's like, you know, I've seen pictures to where, you know, they're all laughing and they're working on whatever they're working on and just creating that space and having those conversations and just everything flowing naturally while doing what you love in that specific moment, you know, it's priceless, you know? And so I think being able to create more of those spaces, I think, you know, intentionally creating more of those spaces, I think um, is definitely healing for those that are engaged and within community as well. Cause it is so easy to get consumed, Mm -hmm. you know, very easy to get consumed. And I think there's a lot of people, especially artists who just yearn for that natural moment of just to be in that moment, you know? And um, yeah, that just sounds like a, Beautiful activity to take part in, for sure. Heck yeah. So, it was nice. I really <coughs> enjoyed it. And yeah, then I spent a few more days down in Lapway. I came back here to Spokane, and I got back to work on beading this dress. I'm beading on a large piece of velvet, and I'm hoping to cover the main cape of this dress. So basically, the parts that would cover one's chest, arms, and shoulders uh, placing beadwork on top of all of those areas. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty slow process. Mm-hmm. And I'm only a, a part of the way into it, yet I'm enjoying what I'm doing, even though I get stressed out sometimes. But I'm like, what the heck am I doing? It's like, whatever you're doing, Kells, is what's meant to be done. So keep doing it until it's mm-hmm. all done. You got this. <laughs> yes, and you've been documenting the process, which I have been definitely watching. So, you know, you have fans that are, are, are you know, depending on you to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Someone even asked me at the workshop, they're like, so how's your dress coming? Have you gotten more work done? And I was like, thank you for the reminder. I will be getting on that because <laughs> it's been a few days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's been good getting back into it. And I, I just feel encouraged to keep creating even though I do come into a lot of moments where I'm like what the heck am I doing Mm -hmm. I have you in the back of my head being like just keep going (laughs) finish it so yeah yeah Yeah. how about you though how's uh your past few days been um it's been good I'm trying to think of everything it's been a little bit of a whirlwind in terms of work um okay I just getting things done and thinking of new ideas to get more things done <laughs> realistically. Um, yeah. yeah, so there, I, I finished off a bigger 
beadwork project, which is great. Um, I finished off a few beadwork projects, honestly. Yeah. And so, you know, I still kind of have a little bit of that momentum to just keep beading. And I'm starting things that I've been meaning to start for months now. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've been finishing and starting new projects. Um, but then also with my indigenous creatives business, um, that's been something that's been keeping my hands full in a good way you know it's a fresh new business so there's never not something to do so um just really staying on the ball with that but I did find balance a little bit this weekend I went to go hang out with some friends um you know had to force myself out of the house to really just you know step away for it for us from us for a second because I feel like once you get so consumed in something even if you love it it only kind of it leads to you know burnout in terms of ideas and innovative thinking so I'm like you know let me force myself on out of the house so I can maintain this you know positive attitude towards my work so I went out hung out with some friends went to dinner and then I um also the one I got caught in the rain for I went to a um it's called Afro Soka Love so it's all these different African vendors and they have music the drinks are flowing but it's just one big like event center and they have all these different booths and artists just creating and talking to you um food vendors um so i went to go check that out so yeah it was good it's been a good week um started this week off strong in terms of just productivity um still have a the next week of things to do um on my list of things. I have, I have another long list of things to do for this upcoming week. So, okay. Um, okay. so yeah, so my <laughs> mind is kind of everywhere, but, um, but it's been good. It's been good. It's really just been, you know, challenging myself in all the right ways. Just put that, but leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds beautiful. How is the, the event itself? Um, the Afro love. Yeah, uh, it was good. It was good. It was so the the day there's like a market. So the day was from like the day market was from like I think like ten to six or something or ten to three. Okay. Um, so that's when it was basically everything I had just described. But then later that night they had like um I think it was like a music festival from like six to three or something like that or nine to three. But I didn't go to that because. I got rained on and I didn't feel like going nowhere. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, but it was cool. It was fun. And I was glad I I'm glad I went. There were so many things I wanted to buy, and uh, I was talking to a lot of the vendors and the artists. So it was good, just kind of in a networking way as well, and just getting. I love talking to artists. You know, it's very easy to kind of ask them, well, why'd you do this, or you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. or even business owners. So I was able to make a few connections and. Um, it was great. It was great. Yes. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a fun, t- oh, well, a fun time. I didn't do any... Mm, that's a lie. I guess I did go to a couple social events. Uh, I went to two different powwows. There was the Apatis powwow down in Lapway, and then Washington State University. They had their day powwow on Saturday of this past week. Mm-hmm. So I did stop by both of those. And kind of similar to you, I was planning on going out one of those nights and I ended up not doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I kind of knew right away. So I heard that there is a drag show that happens in Lewiston. 
Really? Yes. Oh, wait. Well, I'm not surprised. Is that like one of the bars? Yes. Okay. I heard of it like years ago. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess it's gone yeah. on for a while. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, one of my cousins was telling me about it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I love drag shows. It's been a while since I've gone to see any type of drag. And plus, it was just surprising that there is a drag scene in Lewiston, Idaho, mm-hmm. of all places. If you know anything about Idaho, which a lot of people outside of Idaho don't really know much <laughs> about Idaho, like we've discussed, uh, mm-hmm. they there's some thoughts in, in legislation that don't necessarily align with free expression mm-hmm. in its many forms. So it was surprising nice to me. Of putting it. Thank you. I was trying to be as like kind as I could of my words. Way of it. <laughs> I was like, this is getting recorded, so let me just make sure to be uh, as kind as I can be. Uh, At least one of us. <laughs> I was trying. I'm trying. Uh, however, when I looked up the tickets to buy some. I saw where the event was being hosted, and it's a place that I do not frequent anymore. Uh, I was like, none of my money is going to this establishment. So as much as I wanted to support community, especially the uh, LGBTQIA plus community, I was Mm. like, I also can't support this obnoxious and ridiculous venue. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I didn't end up going. <laughs> Needless to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, so when I got there, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. gonna flip. <laughs> no. No, not um, at all. It's like I'm not going there. Uh, I feel like you know what I'm talking about. So that's yeah, about that. Because you know? I heard about it, or it was like it literally was like probably like five plus years ago. I remember. I remember I caught the butt end, not butt end of it. Well, maybe, but I I didn't see a show, but I remember I was going to the establishment and, um, you know, all the queens were there. So I was like, huh? I said, of all the options, right? It's like the. (laughs) I don't even give it that heavy of a title. Exactly, right. (laughs) Yeah, truth. Yeah, truth. Sorry. You know, I was in this dirty, raggedy place. Come on, speak uh, it. And that's not um, an overstatement either. No, it's really not. And so, like, the queens were lingering. And I was like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. they're like, oh, there was a drag show. And I was like, oh. So that was the only way, like, I knew that there was okay. one. But, but yeah, even then I was surprised that Lewiston had one. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's great. I'm glad that there is a scene. And I hope that it does grow and increase. And I hope that more people feel comfortable and encouraged to support Mm-hmm. And I also hope that there are more options for this place to be uh, hosted or for, for these events to be hosted at. And uh, that money can go to well-deserving business owners mm-hmm. uh, and not the seedy, shady ones, because F them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Again, being as kind as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> Mute myself to say my two cents. But no. Well, yeah, well, it sounds like it was a fun, um, productive um, week. Well, I would say productive week. It sounds like we both got out and, you know, got some things done and seen some yeah. faces. And, you know, it is what it is now. It's kind of back to work. So that's kind yeah. of been, yes. been my vibe. Um, yeah. 
So all good things. And like I said, summer's right around the corner. Events are popping up. Um, I know we probably I have an event to go to each month for up okay. until September um, for the most part. So it's, it's getting there and I'm really excited. It means just a lot of friends, a lot of family, um, hopefully a lot of new opportunity. But I'm excited for summer. I definitely, definitely am. We have Juneteenth coming up. So I've been, yes. you know, in the midst of planning that. Yes. Um, and then... Yeah, there's just a lot of good things coming out. I don't want to spill no beans about nothing yet, but there are some <laughs> some events that we'll be hosting, and we're excited to kind of you know showcase as a as a as a business with Indigenous Creatives. But um, but yeah, aside from that, like I said, everyone's gonna probably everyone's definitely gonna be outside this summer. Like we thought people were outside last summer. Like this summer, it's gonna exactly. be a whole another vibe. I feel like so um, I'm excited to just kind of get out there and get into some shenanigans. Not too much, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. pop out and people watch and just vibe out and um really just have a little a little fun in the sun realistically there's a lot going on so yeah and i feel like we're getting a little bit of peak of that now with the sun coming out and these events kind of showcasing so so yeah i'm excited to to get in there yes i'm i'm ready to challenge my uh megan the stallion knees this summer Oh, I hope to just be <laughs> partying and just throwing ass anywhere and everywhere that I can. Because yes. uh, I haven't in the last few years, and I probably only have a few more years of uh, eligibility to do so <laughs> before do my knees give like out. You're a senior citizen. <laughs> I swear, you are not that old. You're making so, the world I hope to be on a boat somewhere in a cute little bikini. Uh, yeah. Having just sun rays all on my thighs and my booty Boom. cheeks. Uh, yeah. A drink in my hand and, you know, some good jams playing in the background. That's kind of the, the vibe I want to go for. Even if that's just me on the bank of uh, the Clear, Clearwater River uh, <laughs> with, like, <laughs> I don't know, a portable speaker. And I don't know, just like. You know it's happening because that's what we do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what's not much going on. So, you know, exactly. that's how we make it best. And it actually turns into be one of, you know, very memorable summer moments. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone's going to be driving up the, the highway on their way to Montana and they're just going to see me on the lock saw like they're on some river rocks. <laughs> I love it. Just in the middle of, yeah. Oh my gosh, that, that's going to be my summer. I, I hope to get a lot of sun rays. I'm still working on my Megan the Stallion thighs and booty cheeks. They're not quite uh, to the place where I'd like them to be yet. At least I still kind of have the knees. So I'm, I'm going to be working with those until I get the rest uh, that come through. Uh, Megan yeah. Stallion, Maxwell Knees. <laughs> yes, Maxwell, right? <laughs> I forgot about that. <sighs> yeah, okay. Speaking of an elder who's out there challenging the knees, that gives me hope. Yeah. <laughs> Maxwell is uncle status, and he's still down there uh, yeah, giving you a cute little it. drop down and get your eagle on, girl. Yeah, you so, got it. You got yeah. It. Uh, I feel you on that. I am looking forward to the summertime and everything that's coming. It's wild how you chart out your summer. And again, like we've said before, it's like one or two events per month is enough to be like, okay, here we are in October. 
Mm-hmm. The time just like flies by in between. So definitely looking forward to getting to spend more time with people. And uh, yeah, to be able to celebrate the warm months of the year. Because uh, that sure is my favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, summer on the res especially. You can't beat it. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a whole energy thing. Yeah. You have the rivers flowing. You got camping. I, I want to go camping so bad this year because yeah. I didn't go last year. Me neither. And I love camping. And you know... You know, black folk don't camp, so it's like my full embodiment of my native side. <laughs> you know, joy to where, like, we get up, we you know, auntie's cooking huckleberry pancakes, and you know, we're, we're bathing in the river, mm-hmm. and we're just chilling out all day, and it's just we go picking, whatever. Like, it's just, ah, uh, I can't wait for it. I want to go camping so bad this this summer, and we are so bummed, me. And my sister last year because it was just life was life in and we had so much going on and we just could not get away and do that. And then me being over here. So this summer I'm going to be home for a good little chunk of time. So I'm hoping that we can get up into some mountains and and camp. Yeah. Time in the mountains is so restorative. I only went up to the mountains once and actually the road that we go to to get to Selway, Mm -hmm. it was blocked off last year. They had a big rock slide. So you couldn't mm-hmm. even get up the road in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, think I, re- I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that was like, for my family, we go up to Selway all the time. And then we also hit up a couple other spots. Yeah, we didn't go camping once last year. Mm-hmm. And I only got up into the mountains to go visit some of my uncles. And, and they're like at the very, like before you get up into Selway. And they're like, kind of like right there at the front of the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was like my, my one little taste of the mountains last summer. And yeah, my body was feeling it towards the end of the year. Because I was like, what the heck? I didn't get my time in the mountains. Mm-hmm. So, it's wild how much the the time we get to spend in the mountains is like a natural restorative practice for us. Mm-hmm. It's like being out there with family, being in nature, and just like completely appreciating everything around you you know yeah most definitely it's heavy on the family like i just i love spending time with my family so Mm -hmm. we're out in you know the mountains with no service and we can just vibe out and play Mm -hmm. with the kids and swim like it's it's a whole vibe for me i i I love it i really really do yeah it's like the most carefree experience Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah definitely looking forward to that i do have one thing, I know you said earlier that it was like a fun and productive uh, weekend, which it definitely was. Uh, yeah, one thing actually kind of like effed me up this weekend. And so I mm-hmm. have been kind of battling through like my self-esteem again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been bothering me. Yeah. Also, I'm OK with it because, again, these challenges of like being uncomfortable and growing Uh, so I like, I understand that like, okay, I'm coming into a challenge. So like, what am I going to do to process through it? And Mm -hmm. what are the opportunities for me to grow on the other side of it? Mm -hmm. Uh, so again, I did get to stop by two powwows this past weekend. And for those of you who may not know what a powwow is, like definitely check it out, like hop online, do some quick searches to kind of get like a general sense uh, there are beautiful celebrations within our community. 
And it's always great to see people coming together and enjoying themselves and celebrating in a way that harkens back to our traditional practices. As I pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you gave the explanation. I didn't even, I wouldn't have even thought about explaining what it is. All right, we, got, yeah. we don't got the time. Go Google it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just think about it for like, you know, the people who've never been to a power or just Makes like, yeah. you know, exactly. I'm like, I, I know they're there too. We have our, what, our Canada and our Argentina and <laughs> whatever oh, yeah, other folks. <laughs> That's true. Shout out to Switzerland if you're still around. It's been I a while know, since we've seen you in our top <laughs> rankings. Yeah. There's no trace of Switzerland. Come on, right? Swizzy, where'd you go? For real. Y'all even got like a whole episode title. Like You held us down for I don't know how long, but that's okay. We appreciate the up and coming. We got real. Canada and Australia on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, hope to reach back out to to our our Swiss people because uh, that was that was everything. That like, was okay, everything. To win. <laughs> and that y'all um, being number two on the list. Let's go. I know. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyways, for those folks, uh, just a, just a quick overview. Uh, yeah, the thing that like kind of crossed my path this week was discussion about uh, the the binary that we work and operate under these days mm-hmm. of, of male, female, uh, and or man, woman, and then how that comes to play within the powwow circle itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are basically, as it stands currently, gendered categories or styles of dance mm-hmm. that follow a, a very specific gendered uh, practice. And so that's, you know, one thing that's being spoken about and and processed through in a lot of communities all across the country uh, as we are, at, as an indigenous community at whole, really working to process through our self-identification and that identification that extends beyond the introduction of European and or Christian influence, Western influence on our our pathways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, how this showed up in this past weekend was in a social dance where uh, it's two partners coming together to do a social dance. And the request was for the pairings of people to be man and woman. And the request was made for a specific purpose to honor specific people. And so that itself stands uh, as it is. And going past that, where I began to feel uncomfortable is in the discussion around it. So basically the MC of the event made the request we are going to do a a couple's dance so all the couples come out onto the dance floor we want to make sure that all of the pairings or all of the duos all of the couples are man woman so any of you other people who want to to dance make sure that it's a man woman pairing coming out onto the floor which that in itself obviously is a conversation that we can have as a community moving forward 
Yeah, yeah, it's just odd that he would actually say that. You know what I mean? Yes, it was. It was following the request of the family, so I, I understand. Oh, well, still, I'm sorry, but still, yeah, I mean, exactly. I understand it up to a certain extent. You know, I don't know the details, obviously, but it's just for you to even request that. I think is stupid. I don't care who you are. It's it's again, like I say, it's a conversation that we that that itself already is a conversation to be had. You know, mm-hmm. moving forward and 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 how. And, and how we address uh, pairs of people that dance together on a dance floor at a celebration, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then moving past that, where I started to feel really uncomfortable because I was standing on the dance floor with my auntie, uh, mm-hmm. who asked me to be her partner. Uh, and then this person went on to add, uh, so we want all the couples to be man and woman. So any of you other people who want to dance, like uh, just know that all the pairings have to be man and woman uh, because man and woman, that's the Indian way. That's the way we believe is man and woman. That's the Indian way. And then it was just like, what are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. And why are you saying these things? And what message are you trying to get across by saying man, woman, that's the Indian way. That's the way we believe. Uh, and so I, as a person who don't necessarily fit that narrative, standing on the dance floor, preparing to participate in this activity felt very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I felt as though like my existence was being invalidated or demonized in a way because again if i don't fit the the narrative of man woman which is quote unquote according to this person the indian way the way we believe then what am i Mm -hmm. and by extension what are other people who don't fit that narrative so it was like really troubling to like be standing there on the dance floor and being showered with these words and then having to like kind of let it go and then just go on as if everything was normal you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so I danced one round with my auntie I danced one song with her and then I went and I sat down and one of my younger cousins was there and I was just like that made me feel super uncomfortable Mm-hmm. And my younger cousin was like, that was really weird. And I was like, you caught it, right? And they were like, yeah, I don't understand like what that part was all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then I was just like, immediately I felt seen and being like, okay, so it's not just me in my head. Like you even caught this. And so by me voicing that, like, I felt uncomfortable, you were able to validate that and be like, I see why you are uncomfortable, because even me sitting here listening to it as an, another individual, it felt unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was super troubling in the moment and something that I've been processing for, like, the last five or six days because... One, it's false, you know, Mm -hmm. to be like, that's the Indian way. One, speaking in an umbrella term about all Indian people, all Native people, all Indigenous people, and saying in a declarative statement, this is the way it is in Indian terms or like for the Indian way. I'm like, that's not true because 
all of our different nations and peoples and tribes have a wide variety of ways that they believe and and they practice culture and they honor people within their communities. So that alone is not true. Uh, And then beyond that, it's like, again, what are you trying to get at by saying this? You know, I, I understand putting out the request and and making sure that the request is heard, yet then also throwing on your beliefs and this this language that doesn't feel inclusive to people who do not fall within it, what is the goal with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's like what really troubled me. And so that's me being like super clear or like not super clear, like trying to be like super like mm, high level, unemotional about it all. Mm-hmm. Yet, Literally, like, now the personal part, like, I felt, like, useless. I felt invalidated. I felt as though, like, my existence means nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, overcome with this emotion, Michaela, because I was literally standing at the Piney, like, surrounded by our entire fucking community, you know? Mm-hmm. And like wanting oh, wow. to be, it was our community. Yes. Okay. Because I wasn't sure which powwow we were talking about. Yeah. This so no. This was at the Piney on Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In in Lapway and like my family all around, and and I'm standing there with my auntie and like this is happening and then like as I'm like dancing around the floor with her I'm like trying to like enjoy the moment because I I never dance with my auntie she never asked me to dance she never dances herself so I'm like trying to enjoy that moment Mm -hmm. at the exact same time I'm like walking or like going around this circle and feeling like so isolated and so alone and like like I'm a a point of shame or disgust and then as much as we talk about like all the things that encourage us in our practice because we want to help our community and we want to give back and we want to create better systems for the people around us it's like why am i doing all this work if people don't even fucking think i exist or they invalidate my existence or they think i'm disgusting i'm not Mm -hmm. the indian way i'm not quote unquote what we believe why am i even doing any of this stuff for people that don't even see me you know and so like Mm -hmm. i it's just like it shook me And I know I had to keep telling myself right there in the moment. I'm like, you know, one or two voices in a sea of voices doesn't define the overall. So this isn't something that can be applied to everyone, Kellen. Yeah, at the exact same time, it's just like hard to combat that feeling of being like, once again, I'm isolated and invalidated. So what the heck? Like, why do I even go on? And by, like, why do I even go on? I'm not only talking about, like, with, like, my endeavors and my pursuits. Like, if it was the first time that in months I had thoughts of, like, ending my life again. Because I'm like, why why am I even trying if this is what is around me? If this is, like, the the thought and the belief that, like, people like me aren't, quote-unquote, the Indian way. People like me are this like marker of disgust and shame and or just don't even exist. Like, why am I even fucking doing anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, and luckily I'm in a place now where like I have like better self-esteem and, and, and practices in 
in my mental process that like don't allow me to like go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even having those introductory thoughts and feelings was jarring because I'm like, dang, it's been so long. And for mm-hmm. it to be caused by something like this within my own community, by my own community members, it's just like, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was disgusted just at the start of the story, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, I don't like where this is going. And and that's the thing is I think um, even though, you know, well, first of all, people don't do things because of other people. They do things because of themselves. And there would be no reason to even request that from one on behalf of the family if they didn't realize how apparent and normal now, quote unquote normal, you know, queer love is, you know, we're, you know, the fact that they even had to mention it means that, you know, it's becoming more a part of society you know what i'm saying to where they can't run from it from it to where they had to actually announce it for one two for the mc to dig even deeper that something unsettled within him you know and he did it in a wrong way as a spokesperson of that of the what i would say of the community but in that platform and in that way he very much failed his duty to motivate and you know that role of an MC that's a big MC you're speaking to the masses and you're influencing other people potentially in the way that they think and he completely failed and plumb he's that's not something he should be doing and for him to make anyone feel that way he didn't have to announce what the family requested if depending on what his values were he could have said you know what no I don't want a part of this you're going to have to announce this if this is what you know if this is what you want to do so he completely failed in that aspect and he's not someone that is representative of our community whatever's within him is within him and he released released that in the wrong way um, and what our community in the native way is about is about love, is about community, is about family. It's not about these gender roles. It has you know it has nothing that has nothing to do with anything in terms of where we're going as a people. You know how we love as a people. You know, <clears throat> and you're seen and you're loved. And you we could even tell just even at that the fashion show, for example, when he, I told you, I'm like, you're doing something, you don't, you, you don't realize that you're doing, but this is going to break waves. But that, that unfortunately, this is what's a part of that. You know, this is what kids, you're, you, you are a leader, whether you want to accept that hat or that role or not, you are a role model. And these are the, some of the things that we have to be tested with as leaders and as role models. You know, they've seen you in your light and you felt comfortable doing and you know walking down that runway the way you wanted to walk down that runway and people and children and you know just the community looked up to that and so now you're in a position to where that's being tested and it's just a test you know it's you know the people are going to shake you people are going to rock you it's the same thing about being you know who we are and who we embody in our culture, being, you know, black in our communities, native in these other communities, you know, we're going to get shook from time to time. People are going to rattle us. That's why, you know, when I, when I do anything, I tell kids, Hey, I'm going to bite that bullet for you. You know, I'm going to take all of this heat and all this waves, you know, I'm going to feel all the feels so you don't have to. And excuse me. And you were kind of put in that position last weekend to where you shouldn't have been in that position whatsoever. But, you know, I, th- I think it was literally just a test for you. And I think 
hearing you now as opposed to hearing you maybe two years ago and how this would have shook you you know I'm very proud of you just just to be able to speak about it and be open and honest and say hey this is how I felt but thankfully because I am tapped into what I need and knowing what I need it didn't shake me as hard as it could have shaken me you know I was shook but I'm not you know I'm I'm not broken I might have cracked but I didn't break you know what I'm saying and so this is very this is what makes you human we have to feel these emotions we have to get angry but it's 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 these moments that really determine how we're going to walk forward because at some point you're going to have a spark of motivation and determination to make a decision that we all need that we didn't know we need you know it took that moment for you you know whether it's tomorrow, whether it's today, whether it's next month, next year, next decade, this situation is going to impact you to make the positive decisions you need to make. That's actually going to influence more people. So, you know, it's 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 a moment that you don't want. And it's a moment that I wouldn't want for anybody to feel in that moment. Um, but in many ways that you don't know, you probably needed it, you know, to give you some sort of push or oomph you know, moving forward. But I mean, aside from all of that, Kellen, like we love you, period. Like everybody listening, everyone in your presence, it's your energy so magnetic. You can't be around Kellen and not feel love and not want to match your energy. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I need to like mute when I do that. <laughs> You're getting but, all um, of our rasp today. These sorry, are our first like, words for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both so, of us, we, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's like our community loves you and supports you and I think at the end of the day I guarantee you're not the only one that felt uncomfortable in that moment um and it was just unacceptable and I'm highly highly disappointed I don't even care who that family is I don't care if they're elders or not that's not okay point blank period um and same with that MC it was highly disappointing um but yeah again it's uh, for I think it's it, it was a test and you know I guarantee you're not the only one that heard that or felt felt a certain way about it and I could just only hope that those people aren't put in the position again to, you know, be in the position to speak in the way they, you know, having that position, having a mic in a room full of people, you know, it's just, it's really just unacceptable. But, um, but again, I am very, very much sorry. I know you kind of glossed over it <clears throat> via text and, you know, I might talk about something and I said, okay. And, but again, I just want to say, you know, I truly am sorry that you have to experience that and you're still experiencing it and you're going to have to experience it again, most likely, you know, and it's just, it's understanding and it creator kind of puts that on us to, 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 you know, strengthen, strengthen us up for a job that we don't know that we might have to take in the future and for, for whom. So, so yeah, at the same time, still very much proud of you for, for how you handled it and, um, how you, how you're choosing to move forward for sure. And first thing is speaking about it, because I think especially community, and we've witnessed people to where, you know, they might not want to speak on certain topics because of the community or, you know, oh, we might be going too far deep. I don't I don't I don't I don't want to take it anywhere. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and switch the subject or, you know, let me not be a part of this conversation. And it takes us talking about it. And this is how we kind of started off the show is talking about what's yeah, not true. right in community. You know, we're not saying these are the problems and that's it, you know, because at this point, y'all should know the solutions like that. That's just unacceptable and ridiculous. Um, to make any of your community, any person of your community not feel welcome, no matter what it is for or about. Um, so, yeah, so I think first and foremost, just speaking about it and bringing it to to the forefront, I think was definitely important. And um, 
I'm sure there's people that were at that event that are listening to the show. And I'm sure they, they now, if they didn't see it before, they'll see it now. And that would probably want to provoke change for, you know, they would want to provoke some change as well. Because some people, they go through things and sit through things or hear things that they don't realize is offensive. They don't realize, like, oh, I didn't think about think about it that way. And like, even when you were telling me when you went to your, you know, your podcast conference, you know, when there's a, so many subliminal messages of stereotypes and racism against, you know, native, native country or native people, you know, once you kind of explained, explained it, someone was just like, oh, it's basically, it's everywhere in a sense. And it's the same thing to where people don't realize and it's important to stop and think. And, you know, if you see something, say something. And if you feel like you couldn't have said something, okay, well, how do you project it yourself into your work? Or, you know, you have social media or who do you tell it to? Um, So these are the things that we need to start doing, especially within our community. And of course, this this country, but more importantly, our community, that if something's not right, who do we tell to get things changed that way? You know, everybody in our community can feel feel welcome, safe and loved, more importantly, you know. Sorry, that was... No, it's a beautiful. Really weird Thank you for as I <laughs> coughed up a lung like, <laughs> three or four times. But it's just disgusting. It really, yeah. it, it really and truly is, and no one should have to feel that way. And it's just weird that they would even request, even make that request. You know, doesn't make any sense. But yeah. on a positive note, yeah. um, Two Spirit Powwow in June, right? June 9th in Spokane. Ah, yes. Yeah. You told me about it. And so I'm like, hey, I'm coming. But I spoke to, I was, I was actually Sean Snyder. I was speaking to them on my um, Beadwork Baddies uh, meetup. And that's what I was yes. saying. And they were just like, man, we were going to one next weekend, but there's another one. And, you know, we just, we, we wasn't sure if we we're going to make it or not. And I'm like, you know what? What's sad is that we have to, you know, especially if you're part of the Two Spirit community, that you have to, you know, there's only so many, you know, to where yes. like, oh, we can't make it, but we, we gonna, you know, it shouldn't have to be that way. It should be more frequent to where, or it should just be all inclusive within the powwow to where we don't, you, you don't have to have separate powwows, you know? And so, um, but they are there and, you know, and that's, how, that's the positive note and that there is, you know, slow change starting for the Two-Spirit community. Um, so, you know, y'all are very much seen, you know, and we can only hope that that grows, you know, in its efforts, so... So, yeah, so it's just finding Come the right, you know, on. being being around more people who love you. And and like I said, they, they said those things because, you know, you can't hide it. It's like y'all, two spirits everywhere. And, it, and it's yeah. great. It's becoming the norm. I don't even like that word, but it's I can't yes. think of another word, but like, it's becoming. Saying, yeah, it's, it's it's you can't ignore it. You yes. know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's the that's the beauty in those statements is, you know, it's getting to bother people now because you can't ignore it and y'all are here. You know what I mean? And so, um, just have to keep showing up and showing out for sure. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say because I just felt like that was like 20 minutes of (laughs) whatevs. At least your 20 minutes of positivity. Mine was like, this. No, no, no. I was hanging on every word. We're, we're both sides of the coin here. We're evening each other out. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for mentioning that even. Uh, so, yeah, Spokane Falls Two-Spirit Powwow, June 9th, 2023. It's sponsored by Spectrum Center in partnership with Spokane Pride. 
It's free and open to the public. It'll take place at Riverfront Park at the Lilac Bowl, which is at 507 North Howard Street, Spokane, Washington, 99201. Uh, That was all memorized. I didn't even read that. Jokes. Uh, (laughs) I'm definitely on their website looking at their flyer. Uh, Thank you for bringing that up because I am super excited about that. And it's great that there are places that come together and celebrate uh, the two-spirit community within the larger context of powwows and of indigenous celebrations. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And uh, if you are in the Spokane area and want to come check it out, please do June 9th, like Michaela said. Tell your friends to pull up. Yes, without (laughs) a doubt. (sighs) And, you know, I... I feel everything that you say, without a doubt, is <laughs> kind of funny because I like, after explaining my feelings to my cousin, I was just like, <sighs> low key, I'm just like tired of always having to have a cause. I'm tired of always having to be a crusader. You know, it's like being the black native and yeah. being the native black and now being the gay whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, I always feel like everything that I have to do, like I have to have a cause. Like, can I just be normal? Can I just like go and celebrate without having to have a cause, without mm-hmm. having to crusade and uh, mm-hmm. be an activist for something, which mm-hmm. I guess just isn't my lot in life. I guess creator just was like, nope. You got you got some things to do. Uh. Yeah, in all of the right ways, you have inspiring to do. But at the, thing, at the same time, you're yeah. human, and exactly, it's, it's, you're, it's okay. It's okay to feel exhausted. It's okay to not want to engage with people. It's okay to not want to have that hat on all the time because it is very much exhausting, and nothing is worth your peace and your happiness. And we kind of just spoke on this, you know, choosing where to put your energy. And if yeah. you're just not feeling it today, you're not feeling it today. You know, I don't want to deal with this. I'm out. Whatever. I'm gonna go be where I, I feel seen. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's okay to put everything down and um, choose the right ways to engage in self-care when you need to because it is a lot and it is exhausting at the same time stuff like this it's like it gets at some point it gets built up it's like you can you take so many Mm -hmm. daggers you know to where at some point okay I'm gonna break you know but I'm okay for now you know I'm not feeling it I'm numb and then it's just gonna be one thing that's just like (sighs) you know what I mean that's really just gonna make you feel Okay, this is too much, you know, and those are the those are the moments you don't want to get to. So, you know, when we're talking about balance, you're balancing things you don't know that you're balancing. You take a lot of hits. You take a lot of subliminal, you know, little comments. You take a lot of, you know, people running around the point they're trying to make. I mean, all of it. You take all of it. Those little things that you notice may seem little in the time, but you have to also find ways to where, you know, you maybe you are saying affirmations, maybe you do have mantras, maybe you do have to take a little trip here. And it's also just being super aware of what's going on as opposed to pushing it past you and, you know, moving forward in confidence and understanding in who you specifically are. Because, yeah, but then at the same time, again, I said it like it is normal to go through a lot of these things and kind of hit your breaking point. That's what makes you human. There's nothing wrong with you for that. And I think you and I both have kind of been through through this to where we did put all the blame on us. We did take it all in and let it consume us and fester us because we didn't know how to feel about it. Or, you know, maybe it is just me. And um, and that's, those things have to change. You know, we have to find ways to deal with those. And I think we have in a lot of different ways, but I think a lot of people haven't either. Um, but it's also noticing, hey, you have to have this balance because 
it's it's a lot being a person of color and a queer person of color you know especially in this country so it's understanding you know and and keeping track of those things that actually bring me back to life <laughs> in a sense yeah and um engaging in that more often yeah but yeah uh it's kind of a trip because i was thinking about it and i'm like the fact that or i guess like how important it is to have elders to have people who came before to help give context to our world and to help guide and how i don't have gay elders and you not probably to, do they just don't and not to <laughs> say know? that they don't exist mm-hmm. uh and so then it's like how do you go about that and technically 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 i do so i i, I think back or I, I just i i i do have a couple of uncles i even mentioned before i'm like oh i go and i visit my uncles yeah it's, it's a pair of uncles that mm-hmm. um are partners and live together uh and so like technically I, I i do in that like i have i can say two to three maybe four uncles that yeah are they have you know 20 plus years on me and lived through a different era of what it was to be non-heterosexual not only in the greater America and in the greater world, also within the confines of the reservation and the tribal community. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few of my uncles have passed and I haven't gotten much, I, I didn't get much time as an adult with them to experience and to learn from them. Yet through the couple uncles that I was talking about that still are around today who take me under their wing, you know, they share stories about all of their adventures together and about the things that they experienced. And it gives me such great context. And I am so appreciative and I, and I love these people down and I hope to have more present two spirit gay, lesbian, transgender, indigiqueer, beyond uh, people that are visible and open in our community mm-hmm. as we move forward. You know, like the same with like having black native elders. I'm sure they exist, yet I can't necessarily like reach out and pinpoint these people for direct guidance Mm -hmm. so i don't know it it feels very much like that like this surgeon resurgence of of establishing these visible people so that hopefully in future you know we have direct elders to go through or to go to to help give us context uh, I don't know if that really made sense yet. I don't know. It's it's kind of just like isolating another isolating 
type factor. And so then it, it feels very much like, okay, so we have to be those people, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like by the time you and me are in our double age of what we are right now, you know, then we'll, okay, now we have some black elders in the, in the community. Now we have some visible, uh, indigenous queer, queer, gay, two-spirit, whatever it may be, identifying people within the community. So now the young ones at least have elders to look to. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's what kind of like makes me sad is knowing that generations before us, there are people of a wide spectrum of identity and sexual orientation and societal placement that don't fit a standard heterosexual heteronormative and cisgendered uh, narrative yet these people don't I, I, I don't see them like I, I don't see them being super visible in the way that everyone else is mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah yeah so I don't know I guess like that's a hope is that in time we can create better visibility because simply because you don't see these people doesn't mean that they don't exist Mm -hmm. and it's been like a reckoning for me too with like thinking of our past generations you know uh being like well like say like say for example like speaking with uncles or whatever being like oh yeah i remember like being around them being like oh i remember being around my uncles and my grandpa my grandfathers you know those guys they wouldn't take no shit and you know like you kids today you wouldn't survive around these people where it's like uh i i understand that yeah at the exact same time like it's also showing how with each turn of a generation we work to make things better and better and more inclusive for all of our people Mm -hmm. uh and then two simply because you look back four to five generations doesn't define the hundreds of generations of our people in existence, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, yeah, you may reach back four or five generations, bringing us into the early 1900s, maybe late 1800s, and be like, this is what we are. Yeah, our people exist far beyond that. And so like, how can you simply just be like this is what it is that's what we're sticking with and it's just going to be that way even knowing that like queer people have existed in all places throughout all time in all places in the world you know like it's not just something that came around when coca-cola was invented you know like (laughs) (laughs) like no it wasn't the increase in sugar that like then now oh gay people are popping up like no we've been in society And there's been different expressions of gender and sexual orientation and partnering and coupling throughout history. Mm -hmm. So, like, why would we feel like we're any different? So, I don't know. That was a lot of, like, not put together well words. (laughs) Yeah, just like, you know, these are are the rumblings that are, like, inside of me, you know, where I'm just like, ah, this, ah, that, the other. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just working to, like, synthesize all that and hopefully moving forward, creating better pathways for all of us now and hopefully even more so in the future. Mm-hmm. 
And one thing that you even, you know, what kind of stuck out to me is it's going to take time, you know, and it does take time because there's a lot of, you know, there are a lot of elders that may be stuck in their ways, but there's a lot of elders that just hasn't been shown um, or spoken to or, they, you know, they haven't had that understanding that the right person to give them that understanding because there's a lot of elders that, you know, it's 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 not something it's not something that they feel like they have to hold on to like they're they're very much open to what's current and what's going on and you know what's especially what's going on within our communities but then obviously there are those elders that are just stuck in stuck oh <laughs> did it pause oh there we go yeah i don't know that happened last time that I happened last time off. yeah i don't know spirits are in here <laughs> It's so weird. It never happens. And these last two times it happened. I don't even know. Anyway, um, time, heavy on time. Yes, Yes. heavy on time. Uh, But um, but yeah, I totally threw what I was about to say. It's okay. It's okay. Circle back. And I, and I, 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 I'm even beyond that, like going back to the initial event, like I understand like these things may be unintentional too. You know, I don't know that people came out and were like, Oh, I'm going to make sure to make this point. Cause I need to get this across. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that by any means. And I understand that we're all human and you know, we're literally a human being in front of a microphone, just like you and I are in this very moment. Mm-hmm. And we're speaking in, in the moment. And so there's, capacity for for messages to get lost from the pathway of like the head and the heart to speaking out so Mm. i understand the human aspect of it as well and so i don't fault anyone i don't blame anyone i just know that the experience made me feel a certain way and i hope that coming out of it with continued conversation and hopefully restorative action we can address these issues and hopefully make things better because again like we've been talking about our language means so much so the words that we use it lets a person or it gives insight to an outsider on how a person may feel the -hmm. words that you use if if they aren't inclusive if they seem damaging or pointed in or steeped in like certain ideology that is not accepting, then that can communicate to a person that like, oh, this isn't someone that I'm safe with. This Mm -hmm. isn't a safe space because this person may hold on to these values or these ideologies that conflict with who I am as a person. Yeah. And, you know, person one who's speaking these words, they may not even know that. And so, again, yeah, it's just like, well, this might be an example of that, of being like, well, maybe this individual who was on the microphone speaking didn't realize that the language they were using is exclusionary to certain people. Mm -hmm. So now addressing it and bringing these conversations to our community and for me specifically to my family, it's like, okay, let's let's reassess this and let's process through because I can tell you from my perspective, family, this is how it made me feel. And I'm sure I'm not the only person within the larger community that was present at the time felt this way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I just want to say that, too, because like I, I'm not trying to point a finger of blame anywhere, you know? Sure, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so 
you know, it's got to have your road dog there with you, you know? Oh, <laughs> like, step aside, I got you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very frustrating yeah. to even, yeah. to even, I think the, mo- the biggest disappointing factor is it was our community. It's yeah. just disappointing. But, I mean, at the same time, we can't just assume everyone's supportive in our community and blah, 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 and things have changed and people have grown. No, it's like there, there's definitely some bad seeds. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, what trips me out is like I see so many like queer individuals, even with like high school into middle school, even in my uh-huh. own family. I, yeah. There are so many young trans people who mm-hmm. are walking far more empowered than I ever walked the earth as a young individual. And so it's like, we gotta, we gotta fix this for them right here, right now. Like they're doing it. They're speaking out on their own. Yeah. I can't sit here and continue to be complicit and silent simply because that's what I grew up in to survive. You know, mm-hmm. like I grew up in silence and, and biting my tongue. So like, no, in the last few days, like I've been addressing this with a lot of people in my family being like, this is how it made me feel. I brought it directly to my grandmother who, if oh, you listen to our show, you know, I talk about my grandma. She's the matriarch of our family. She's devout Catholic uh, and, and just the most sweetest. Like, uh, I love her. Yeah, I brought it directly to her. And I was like, Graham, this is something that happened the other day. And this is how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, also had to give her context to be like, it made me feel this way because throughout my entire life, I've always felt pushed aside I've always felt demonized, especially coming up in the Catholic church, you know, being like, oh, if you're gay, you're wrong. You're going to hell. So like, mm-hmm. I'm, like so I told her, I was like, throughout my entire life, I've always felt like no matter what I do, it doesn't matter because regardless if I'm a quote unquote good person or not, I'm going to hell simply for being the person that I am. Mm-hmm. And if I'm, if I am not true to myself and I live a different life, then maybe I'd be okay, yet then I'm not being true to myself and or living a life of happiness or joy, which who wants to do that? I know I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then it's like addressing these things within the family to be like, well, let's let's start here with us. Uh, yeah. Because I'm sure there are other people within my family, especially, like I said, I'm one of like 37 grandchildren and I'm number five. I'm sure somewhere down there, there's people of different expressions as well. So it's like, let's let's make sure that we as a family are working to be open and supportive of people in, in their varying roles in life. Because why be hateful and why be ugly and exclusionary, especially to the ones you love? Yeah, and I think that's where it starts. Yeah. It starts with your family specifically. Yeah. So yeah, <sighs> thank you for uh, having space for that. <laughs> Well, duh. <laughs> yeah, I think all of it really comes down to starting with representation, and um, that's what you're doing in this moment, right here and right now. And it doesn't mean you have to be a superhero or you have to go above and beyond. It's just literally just you being you. And I think, and that's 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 the beautiful part. And you know, you're 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 making waves, even though you may sometimes not feel like making waves or you might not feel like okay this is what I'm doing you're doing it just by being you so I think it's important just to not overthink it and keep living in your power and your truth and your beauty and you know the world will adjust come on world will adjust <laughs> in time in time Yo. in time and um, <laughs> and um yeah 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 I'm proud I, of you 
Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate all your good words. And I don't know, one last clarifier just for me personally, because I feel it in my heart, is like I, I don't see myself as like an example. I don't see myself as a leader or anything like that. And I personally, like literally for myself, don't necessarily deem myself to be a good person. I'm like, I'm a trash individual. I make a lot of bad choices. I do a lot of like reckless things. So I'm nobody's example. I'm nobody's shining star. I'm nobody's any this or that. From me personally, I know other people may feel different looking from the outside in. Yet this is just me, you know, from the inside out. Uh, Yet even within that context or that frame of thinking, I also do know that my actions may impact or influence another person. So it's like here, even me being like a literal like gutter individual, I still have the awareness to be like, well, even as a quote unquote non-leader or non-example or non-person role model to look up to, I still want to be aware of the things that I'm doing to hopefully communicate through my words and actions that there is hope for better and greater moving forward. So I just hope for like other people who do esteem themselves as like prime examples and role models and leaders that there is care in their words and actions as well to continually work to make things better for others. Yeah. And it's those people that most likely aren't. <laughs> it's like, it's the ones that, you know, are like, you know, I'm a trash person. Those are the leaders, realistically. The ones that own it, you know, those usually turn out to be the gatekeepers and, you know, the annoying souls. But, um, um, but yeah, I'm not, I didn't mean to put too much pressure on you, Kevin. <laughs> I was like, wait a second now. I said, remember all this no. talk about my making the stallion knees and uh, me being out in my bikini. I'm just a messenger. Like, <laughs> I'm just a messenger. You know, shit. I was just playing. You know. Gosh. <sighs> well, I feel so much better coming out of this conversation. Thank you for the good words. And I'm happy to have a smile and to get some laughs out because it's been kind yeah, of missing in the last few days. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. We all, we all have those moments and need, you know, our, that dose of Indian medicine, which is laughs and love. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. We can, I'm always down for a dose, dose of Indian medicine. Without <laughs> a doubt. <sighs> well, I appreciate you tons. I don't know if there's uh, anything else to announce or bring up. I don't necessarily think so um i know i don't i don't personally have any announcements i don't believe okay do you have any announcements for upcoming i guess one thing that i that does come up Ooh. okay uh the show according to coyote is going to be in the seattle area may 12th through 14th The show will be at the Seattle Rep Theater. So if you're in the Seattle area or anywhere around or you know somebody who's in that area and they want to come watch some indigenous theater, tell them to go check out the Seattle Rep website. You can also look on, I believe, the Red Eagle Soaring website or Spokane Ensemble Theater, perhaps, uh, to buy tickets for the show May 12th through 14th it's a Friday through Sunday so definitely look into that if you're down and yeah I think that's my only real announcement I guess a petition 
for our listeners, we are reaching out to more guests to hopefully have on the show. So if you have any uh, leads on any guests that you would like to hear from on the show, please do let us know. You can hit us up on our socials or definitely hit us up through email quantumtheorypod at gmail.com. Yeah, we are here to amplify Black and Indigenous voices, and those extend beyond Michaela and myself. So if there's anyone out there that you're like, oh, I really like seeing this person, I really like hearing about their work, I want to learn some more, it would be great to have them as a guest on the show, let us know. Uh, We would love to follow up with them and hopefully get them here to share their magnificence with our listening audience. Yes, and not to end on a, you know, I wouldn't say a bad note, but um, I do want to just give my condolences and our condolences for um, Ralph Yarl. He was a 16-year-old boy who was shot by an 85-year-old white man. Um, And this has been all over the news. We just want to make sure, I just want to make sure we acknowledge it, especially for our show and for people to actually tap into what real life is for for us and... um, Um, Yes, but Ralph basically was going, he was told by his mother to go pick up his siblings after school, accidentally rang the wrong doorbell and was shot in the head and the arm by 85-year-old white man. Thankfully, I think he is home now recovering. Yeah. Um, But that's just unnecessary. You know, speaking of all the unnecessaries of the world and things that we have to deal with, this is also one of them. So I just wanted to send my condolences. Um, And if you want to take it a step further and to demand an arrest, and I know that's still something that's kind of ongoing right now, but if you do want to kind of put your best foot forward and, you know, say something to kind of shift the decision in the right direction, you can email Zachary Thompson. Um, that's prosecutor at claycopa.com. Again, prosecutor at C-L-A-Y-C-O-P-A.com. Um, or you can call, do 816-736-8300. If you want to go even further, you can call the Kansas City Police, which is where this took place, at 816-234-5111. Um, anyway, we just wanted to give our condolences and say we see you, Young King, and we hope for a speedy recovery. Without a doubt. Uh, such a heartbreaking story all around, and as heartbreaking as it is, also not surprising, which is just it's- like the sad part especially hearing the details of him being able to physically get himself up from that situation and run for help and being Mm -hmm. denied help by a few others where it's just like where is our human compassion Mm -hmm. Uh, and on the other side of it seeing his classmates uh, demonstrating and, and pushing for prosecution of his attacker. Uh, it's another one of those encouraging moments. Again, speaking of the youth and them speaking out and them taking charge. Uh, it's really beautiful to see, like, the babies are going to be all right. You know, they're, they're doing the thing that our current generations that are in power aren't necessarily doing. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for bringing that up. I, yeah, definitely wouldn't want to neglect speaking on that, and and especially for providing the information for people to put their voice and actions to words as well, or it, it put put their words into action, words and thoughts into action as well. Yeah, we're all about awareness. 
Yes. <laughs> anyway, we hope that you go into this next week just with an open mind and great energy. We hope that you know you 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 receive all the flowers that you need to receive, even if it's sometimes going out and getting your own. Um, just see your worth and appreciate yourself. And appreciate others in the process. Don't be afraid to compliment other people to make anyone, any other person feel loved. So we all need a hug from time to time. So um, tap into what you need and especially those that the ones that you love and care for and around need as well. Um, We appreciate you and we'll see you next week. Yes, we're going out and getting your own flowers. I said, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's about to go hit Plant up the florist. Those seeds. Plant yes. Those seeds. You're going to catch me with a corsage next week. <laughs> I love it. I would love that. I would love that. A little uh, Coachella flower crown. <laughs> <laughs> like Michaela said. Yeah. Yep. Start your own garden. Do it all. Ew. Yes. Well, I'm going to start with a filter, I guess, and then I'll, I'll go and get uh, some actual flowers work from there. There you go. <laughs> everybody for tuning in today as always it's a pleasure to be here with my crew simply talking our black native talk like we do there's a whole lot more for us to discuss though so stay locked in you can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics questions or small business shout outs to our socials and you might just hear us discuss it on air our ig handle is at quantumtheorypod and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory so be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiya Pihechnu. See you next time.